No, it's we good. We good. Oh, we good to go. Mic check, mic check. Live from Beffa Stafford, son. The live is one. Representing BK to the fullets. Gats, I pull it. Welcome to 1-800-504-LA. I am your host, Big Tim Branch. Last episode of the year, bitches. You already know. Devontae in the building. He going to close the year out with us today on our last episode for the year. Back again. So if you're listening to this, you better enjoy this shit. Oh, yeah. We going to get real, real in-depth about some music shit. This shit going to have to like hold y'all niggas for like a month because... Yeah, the industry is shutting down, and there's no fucking point in me to continue to put out shit while the industry is shut down. That would just be stupid. Even though I was going to be stupid for a little bit, but I had to, like, you know what I'm saying? Think about some shit. Unless my co host decides she wants to drop an episode. But this is the last time you will hear my voice for 2019. You know what I'm saying? How you feeling, Super Duper Tay? I'm feeling ecstatic, man. You know, I'm alive, I'm breathing. Uh, life is good I ain't got no drama In my life So yeah I'm great right now That's excellent That's excellent What about you Mo? Oh, you know Everything is going I can't I couldn't ask for more You know what I'm saying Everything is Everything is Everything is As it should be I feel at this point You know what I'm saying Right Um, I, I would say that I've learned a lot this year And uh, I'm ready for 2020 You know what yeah. I'm saying Yeah definitely And I'm, I'm ready to put it on work Fuck, you know everybody's ready for the rewards, but how many people do you actually say, "Yo, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the, um, I'm ready for the actual grind of things"? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I think I'm doing a, a great job of preparing myself for the mental grind, as long as much as the physical part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I agree. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to fuck get it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, same. That's how I'm like. I don't know why, but oh, you know, I guess it's it's good to have a a fresh start. But uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to the new year. I'm looking forward to see what it has in store. You know, I just know that, you know, I'm just just ready to just take things in another you know in another gear with everything that I I'm trying to do. So yeah, so I think like we all got shit ready. You know, like you ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Like. I really sat down and mapped shit out, you know what I'm saying? So right. hopefully I'm uh I plan on doing some stuff to my little recording areas to see. I have some stuff that I actually ordered that I'm gonna So Yeah. When you come back in twenty twenty it might look a little different, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Definitely. Everything is about progress though, that's all. Right. That's right. all I'm striving to be. So I just wanna be better than what I was yesterday. You know? Hey, same. Same, same, same. That's how I feel. Every day I wake up I wanna I wanna be better, you know what I'm saying? Better than than I was. All right. So without further ado, by being the end of the year and also the end of the decade, today I've decided we're going to let's start off with uh, I want your top. We're gonna start, OK, I want your top. What are your top albums of the year Man, of this year? Yeah. 2019. Damn. Hold up. I got to look. Let me let me do some Google search real quick because I need to know what because I don't want to miss anything. So I need to I need to know what came out in 2019 real quick. You know what my struggle is with 2019. Okay, you know how Meek dropped his album late last year, right? In like December. So does that count as still like? No, no, I'm not. I, I, I'm not being funny. Like, would I still like when you go to like judging albums because it came out? In, 
19, I mean, I'm sorry, 18, would it still be, would you judge that with 19 body of works? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because nine times out of 10, the tracks were already out. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it came out 2018. So I guess, you know, you got to. But I don't want to like give it an unfair disadvantage right. by comparing it to the works out now. Because, you know, the fuck, a year is a long ass fucking time. Right, right, right. All right, so let me see. I'm looking through this list of all the rap albums that came out in 2010. I mean, excuse me, 2010, 2019. All right, let me see. Give me a second. I'm I'm running through. I mean, for me, uh, I don't want to be biased on this. Like, I'm going to try to keep this, like, as... As objective. Right, transparent as possible. Because, I mean, I'm... I listen to a lot of music, so, I mean, but yeah. at the end of the day, this is all my, like, opinions, so it's like, you know, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to... Oh, everything here is here 100% it is, Right, here it is, isn't going to be like, what the fuck, like, yeah, you like so that album? Like, I'm going to be real, child. y'all not going to get any Lil Tecca, well, no, I actually kind of like the little Kid Tecca. Yeah, like, I fuck with Tecca. He has a good rap voice. Yeah. Now, you're not going to get any fucking, uh, what's that nigga, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, he, yeah. he'll never be on any of my lists, sorry, so, not sorry. All right. Rap albums that came out this year. And it says only 70 rap albums came out this year. And through all 70 of these, 70 of these, I don't know, maybe this list is missing something, but it's only showing that it's only 70 rap albums that came out this year so looking at this list it, was, eh, it ain't really nothing on here that's kind of uh like blowing me away i guess and when i say this it's not any order you know just i'm just naming 10 so uh i mean what's what's, what's the criteria on this first before i go any further your, your top I, albums of the year just like top ones that i enjoyed or top albums just like top yeah. albums that you enjoyed oh okay okay well that makes it easier okay um well, of course, uh, I, I love Thug's project so much. Fun, that was that was dope, dope to me. Um, definitely got to put Rhapsody on there. Rhapsody had a, a really fire yeah. album. And I didn't even know you listened to Rhapsody project. I yeah, wonder, bro. I listen to everything. Um, let me see what else. Uh, damn it, it's, it's a few people on here that I didn't even listen to. It, I didn't even know they dropped the album, which I did. Um. I mean, music drops. Man, niggas is dropping so much music. It's hard to like remember yep. if you listen to shit or not. Right. Because a lot of this shit you're not playing more than once. I don't give a fuck with nobody. See. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh. I fucked with Earth Gang album Mirrorland. Mirrorland was hard. That's another one for me. Um. I actually like Post Malone's album a lot. Hollywood's bleeding. I like that really? one a lot. Yeah, that was that one. I mean, for me, I f- listening to it, I felt like there was a lot of good. Stuff. But is he a rapper or is he a pop star? What is he now? He he's under the rap category because, but because I, he's white. He automatically becomes pop, right? That's but what I said. He, I mean, you can argue that he does the same right. shit as yeah. a lot of rappers. Yeah, so he's a, he's a rapper. Yes. I don't have a Post Malone problem like everybody yeah. else seems to fucking have. Then motherfuckers, y'all need to have problems. Y'all don't want to have problems. With. So you know right. what? All y'all suck my dick. Um, let me see. 
Me personally, I like Doja Cat's album a lot. Say, I thought she was. She had a I'm really glad good you album. said that. My sister, I was, was, I was in the car. I was like, this, this is a good album. It's a solid project. I think. You yeah. Know what I mean? There's a lot of tracks there. I think that could go, if you know, Mark, right. if the labels decide they're gonna do their fucking jobs. But who am I? Uh, let me see. Juice World, that that race for love, rest in peace, Juice World. But definitely, I uh, I love that album a lot. I really enjoyed that shit. That kid was really talented. Um, yeah, hell yeah, bro. He was like amazing. Two of my favorite songs of the year came from Blue's World. Yeah, definitely. The Bandit song with Young Boy. Yeah, that song and, was fire. And Hide, the uh, song from the Spider Man, Spider Universe. Yeah. Man, I, I, this can't be all the albums of 2019. The, 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 well, there was a lot of. Nobody wants to say. There, it wasn't a good year for music, I don't think, this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree. O- overall, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 28, we had a surplus because everybody dropped. 2018, right. everybody dropped. You know what I'm saying? Think right. about it. In 2018, we had Drake dropped in 18. Right. Um, Travis. Okay, yeah. I knew I wouldn't drop um, it more. Yeah, it was dropped in 18. More. Drake, Nipsey. Right. Right. There was just so many people that dropped in 18. And then J-Rock dropped in 18. I mean, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So I kind of understand... Um, why even like the top two female rappers dropped in 2018 like we didn't get shit from either of them in 19 right oh man i didn't almost miss this roddy rich man oh that, that, please that, excuse me for being anti-social that that, that, that roddy rich that was up me. there for roddy me. rich is really cool. i've been i've been like, listening to the that more i listen to it the more i like it yeah yeah, all right. I knew I wouldn't trip. I knew there's a lot more music in it than the list I was. Even though Ballin' isn't his song, right? Ballin' might be song of the year for me. Yeah, I gotta look at all the songs. Ballin' is like, that, remember how Crew was when Crew came out? Yeah, Ballin' is my Crew this year. Yeah, it's definitely a fire song, bro. Roddy Rich is is definitely fucking fire. No doubt about that. Oh man, forgot about the Wale's album. That that's on there for me. Wow, that's crazy. That's definitely on there for me. Um. Yeah, that album was was just definitely fire. Trying to see, see now I'm getting more names. Um, how many? What am I at? I don't even know what I'm at. But uh, trying to see. Well, I think I'm at like five or six maybe right now. Uh, albums out of name. Um, man, believe it or not, I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh. Tiger album, Legendary, fucking fire. That was a summer album, but mm-hmm. that whole album was bangers. Like, from the first song all the way to, I think it was like 13, 14 songs in there, was all bangers, not one miss on there. So, um, for me, that was what I was bumping in the summer. I was bumping that Tiger. And then Tiger had one of the biggest songs of the summer, too, Taste. That Taste, fucking song. Wait, no, no, with, Taste was the year before. But Taste was on the album, though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it came hey, out. Taste was fire. Yeah, Taste was fire, he, though. He, the, the tracks he came out like taste. What was the other track? Um, what was the track he had with Nick? That that those tracks did really well. Yeah, they did great. They did like they did what they were supposed to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to think. There's a there's a there's a there's something about it I'm forgetting. I feel like I always feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah, definitely. And it's Tyler the Creator. Do we consider Tyler the Creator's album a rap album? I don't know what it was, but I liked uh, it. I, I liked it. I wasn't a big fan of it. There was I a few songs it. I liked, I'm but I like Tyler. Mm, I wouldn't say it was rap. No, I that was definitely like alternative. alternative? Yeah. That's fair. Um, I feel like 
A lot of people like Khaled's album, but I didn't love Khaled's album. Nah, it wasn't. Nah, that was a, It was. I don't know what the fuck it was for me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Because I never that knew was, it. that was a, a typical it, it, DJ Khaled. Yeah, album. but it wasn't one of the better ones. Yeah, it, it wasn't one of the better ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how usually he'll have features and like, and he'll put people together who don't usually go together. Right. He didn't do that at all. Yeah. Like, of course, Cardi B and Twenty One Savage are gonna be on a song together. Right. Who else would? You know what I'm saying? That's expected. Right. Like, or of course, um, Nipsey. Like Nipsey and right. John Legend is. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I can see sense. Rick Ross and yeah. Jeezy. I've heard Rick Ross and Jeezy thirty times, and right. I never get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? But. Right. And uh, another album for me, the baby. I, I like the baby's album a lot. I liked it. That one had to, he grew on. Yeah, sure, sure goes crazy. That bop go crazy. Uh, man, that nigga fire. There's a lot of tracks on that yeah, album. I like. Right. Believe it or not, people didn't. I guess people didn't love Chance, but Chance has records that I like. He had a few. He had, he had a few was, records on that album. That's why that I, I didn't name. It. I saw it like every time I was scrolling. It was just so fucking it, just, long. I think it's just so fucking long. Yeah. I think that might be his issue. I mean, yeah, he had a, like I said, he had a few songs. I don't know. I'm kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'm missing. There's somebody, uh, Roddy Rich. Um, it was just a Revenge of the Dreamers three. Yeah. I like that album. Yeah, a lot. Um, I guess you could call it one of the top albums of this year. It was an album or comp- whatever the yeah, fuck compilation. It was, I liked it. Um, the baby. Yeah. I had like five or six songs off of Chance's project. I liked. All right, so let's let's ask this question right here. <laughs> what artists rank rank the top five artists of the decade? Like. Longevity, rap wise, rap, rap wise, longevity. Who, uh, you know, I guess impact. Okay, you know, this, this is the one thing I am gonna do. Okay, and mm-hmm. it, tell me if this is okay. I'm taking. I'm gonna tell you what people I'm taking completely out of this conversation because it's like they've, like Beyonce, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I'm ta- I'm pulling them yeah. out of it. I'm pulling Kanye out of it. Okay, I'm pulling Jeezy out of it. I'm pulling like people like that. I'm pulling out of it. All right. So I'm gonna say like the artists, the new artists that came up. So you want to talk about the the new artists? Like more of like your Drakes and the, okay. the, 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 to, the, to me, that's the start of the decade. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that's know, agreed. Yeah. So 2010. Yeah. Drake. Okay. I know a particular order. Drake, okay. Kendrick, mm-hmm. Cole. Okay. Three. I have to say Nikki because. She has a ten year fuck. Yeah, the whole decade that, that's non debatable. And we can argue. One person can argue that two thousand fourteen. She, you can argue that she right. kind of dominated in two thousand fourteen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she has four solid albums. Right. Yeah. You know I'm not saying? arguing that. Yeah, Nikki you know deserves to be there. People yeah. be shading Nikki or whatever. But Nikki's but, the fucking queen. She deserves to be right. there. Um, fifth. Oh, I got a fifth. I agree. I I agree. With everybody, you said, but my fifth is fifth. is. Fifth. I want to see. If we're gonna say the same fifth. But so far, my four are the same exact four you would say. I feel like there's only one fifth, and I know there's only one fifth that it could be because this fifth it's is either, it's either got to be Wale or Sean. No, neither of those two. Who you got? Future. Future. Got yeah. to be just because you know Future you know curated, you know curated the well, sound I agree with of, the, of the new I, I, school. I give you that one. I agree. I'm a, yeah, yeah. Future got a lot of sons. Yes, Future has a lot, lot of sons. Of sons, bro. This nigga has a lot of Future sons. Future curated, curated the sound of of everything that we love now, and you got to give it credit. You got to give credit where credit's due. Future, Future is definitely. I mean, what's your albums a decade? Bro, that's that's so that's broad. tough. Like, like yeah, you can't. It, it is tough because like, okay, so many fucking. I can albums, I can bro. argue me for hours okay. for nine years, man. Like think about it like this. When, when my problem with that question has been okay, so uh, okay, so I could easily say three of Kendrick's albums are in my top albums. Look, I'm gonna put it like this: my albums a decade. Three, okay, all three of Ken, three of Kendrick's, all four of Drake's. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like right, exactly. Two of Cole's, uh, one of Nicki's. I could exactly. say because all of our favorite artists had. 
put out you know at least one great project that's what makes them our favorite artists they put out great projects you you can um i don't think that you can it's it's hard you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. because i'm I'm like i think we complain a lot about the quality of music but i think sometimes but i think we we don't appreciate like when you go back and look like there were a lot of good Project like think about how many times we used the word classic this decade. Yeah, too loosely. Fact, we too, we used it too loosely, and then there was some stuff that was well warranted. Right. Like think about. I think classic is more of how shit ages. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. Like nothing was the same aged very well. Yeah. Um, I think that take care age, nigga. You know how I felt about take care when right. I first had heard it. Yeah. You know how I feel about take care now. Yeah. Um. So 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 since we on the topic of Drake. Is Drake the artist of the decade? I don't think you can give anybody else artist of the decade, right? Because yeah. he's been. I mean, right. As that term artist goes, I'm not, we're not asking for a rapper of the decade. We're asking artist. He's yeah. the top artist of the decade. Nobody does better numbers than him, right? Everybody enjoys his music, so I can't argue with exactly with what what it is. You know, what I'm saying? whether you're a fan or not, man. Drake's just fucking gifted. Like the nigga's dominant. He's yeah, dominant. dominant. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't knock him. Right. He ran the shit like for real. Um, I think. I think the next decade is going to be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, want to see who's going to be who in the next decade. I mean, you got to think, man, it's going to be so many upcoming people, like just people that's going to come out, you know what I'm saying? And it's going, because I mean, that's how I look at it. It's like, you always think when, when people come out, it's like, for instance, we see Jay-Z, right? And then you ever just like look and be like, damn, like, is there any, is there going to be anybody bigger than Jay-Z? And then Drake comes. And then you look at Drake, and it's like, is nah, be, it's like, this the thought of, is there going to be anybody as big, big as Drake? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we never thought we'd see, it, like, Jay-Z and Drake are the, like... Right. Well, uh, before Drake, we never thought we'd see anybody that, that could get close to, to of, right, Jay-Z, and then, like, look, it happened. And it's kind of like the same thing, like, you know, our sports, you know, Jordan, you know, people probably never thought, oh, we'd never see somebody see, in the magnitude of Jordan, and then came you know, LeBron. It's funny when you say it, like, comparisons, like, when people say comparisons, like, Oh, I think a lot of times we live in a pe- uh, in a in a um a mind frame of nobody can be better than right. this person is impossible. Right. But a lot of times people, okay, we'll take Michael Jordan for example. Nobody wants to hear this, fam. I can argue that if I put if I stick Demar Derozan game, and I'm not saying he would be better, but game style they're similar. Right, I can see that. Athletically, they can do a lot of the same things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One might argue that Demar Derozan is more athletic than Michael Jordan. Uh, but DeRozan, get, I'm not getting that conversation with Demar Derozan and Jordan because that's kind of disrespectful. I, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying style of play and, and what it would look like. But hindsight is 2020. Also, nah. Right. I mean, that's Michael the, Jordan, right? They have the same. They have a similar game. Nah, they do. I'm not agreeing. Mid range down. Not agreeing with that. Get range down. That was the case. Then Demar Derozan a a a be. Y'all gonna take that fucking snippet and run away? Oh, Tim Tepaired fucking Demar Derozan. Shut the fuck up. Talking about Demar Derozan would be would I'm, be probably the top three player in the league right now. If that was the case, I'm just saying. Because I think yeah. I mean you got to remember Jordan. Jordan okay. has more that's, to his that's, game. That's like a bad. Jordan, that's a bad comp. Jordan's crafty. Bad comp. Bad comp. Like, but I'm also the nigga that believes Kobe Bryant is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. But that's just me. Jordan's confidence was. Bar none. Yeah, that nigga didn't believe there was such thing as a fucking bad shot. Exactly. So. Wasn't passing that. We talk about Kobe not passing that bitch. Have y'all ever seen Michael Jordan's assist numbers? Yeah. And I'm not talking about from the eighties. I'm talking about the ones from the nineties, bitches. Yeah. There's true. a reason why Scottie Pippen was handling the fucking balls. They had to make sure somebody else was gonna get that motherfucker. 
let's see if we can get in this. We, we, we got to have some fun with this shit. This is like the last one of the year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what surprises I got for y'all on deck. So, also to who? who well, you could talk. About. You could talk about. Oh no, I was gonna say who? Uh, Hello. <coughs> I've been waiting all day to do this. Jordan. Hello. Welcome to yes. welcome to the Five Hundred Four LA podcast. Hi, don't co-host. Hi. What's up, Jordan? This is uh Mr. Jose Hustle himself, aka Devante, aka <laughs> AKA the lunch ticket man. Yeah. You gotta go back all the way back to Curtis D's to know about the yeah. y'all don't know nothing about the lunch tickets. Nigga, he he fed the whole crew. The whole crew, the oh whole school, God. man. Had the whole school eating. Yeah. And made a profit off of it. Oh, that sounds like the phone about to die. Jordan, yeah. question. What? So who are who would you say your top five artists of the decade? Let's see if yours matches oh, our that's list. So hard. You just you just, just throw it out there like that. Yeah. See, we did, we didn't did it already, and we both agreed we, we, on we, the we. same five. We just said five, but uh, we our okay, five well, was literally identical. Five? Who are y'all five? We said you want me to say? I, 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 I have. My look, my music is expensive. Well, see, well, see, that's the thing. That. We don't want it. I don't want us to say it, and then you kind of like gear yours towards. I want you well, to. No, I want. I, I know. I want to hear it. yours first, and then we'll tell you ours. Uh, so, who who are the top five artists of of the decade for you? That I listen to. No, no, no. Decade? That not that you listen to. Just, just, just you just you period? paid attention. Yeah, period. Like that you paid attention. They dominated from twenty ten to now. Timmy knows who my first answer is. Um, Can I? Who did Beyonce? Another one. No, no, no we, we, oh, yeah, tell them the stipulation. We took Beyonce, Jay Z, um, Kanye, Kanye we, we, and Wayne. That, that's yeah. They were legends fifteen years. Ago. Like right. there are we we know they're gonna do what right. they do. We know they're gonna be diamonds. We yeah. can't. If, if that's the case, nobody else would ever fucking dominate. Right. We're starting talking about from Drake era. Like goddamn B. And I see the know. Beehive oh, is okay. back at it All again. Right. See that helps. That yeah. helps. That helps. So that's, I definitely think Drake is dominated since he's come into the game. Like he's done really, really well. Agreed. Did we say um, For me, uh, top five artists. I'm just really messing with Wale a lot. Mm. Like, See, a, Tim, Tim did mention Wale, but I mentioned I Wale, to, but I kind of geared his opinion on when, it. When, but go ahead. When, yeah. So Drake, Wale, Wale that's two. Um, female wise. I would say Nikki. We had agreed Nikki. on that. That's three. Nikki. Um, damn. This is really interesting because I really haven't thought about this. She like. Uh, who else? Can, I'm trying to think about like who all. There's only two more that you could say. Yeah, like like literally dominance wise, like I mean, but it's it's up to you. I want you to. So she so yeah. she said Wale. She no, said. No, no, no. She got Wale, Drake, Nikki. Wale, Drake, Nikki. Um, I feel like Rihanna did well. Mm, okay. I also don't put Rihanna with this generation either. You don't? No, I fuck no. Like when did Rihanna come out? She came out like same time like Chris. No, not no, Chris Brown. Before no, before Chris. Chris. She's before Chris Brown. No, no that's no yes. Rihanna's before no, Chris Brown. Chris, Rihanna has more solo albums than Beyonce. Well, I mean, she has a lot of solo. Said? Rihanna has a lot. Rihanna has more solo. Rihanna's first album was 04. Really? Yes. 
Wow. Really? Nah, I got oh four oh five Ponda replay. I gotta go look. Hey, I got. I'm looking this up right now. Because like, Ponda replay was the single. I don't think that was oh four. It might have been five. It might have been five. You know what? Let me look. Hold on. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in, googling too. I'm in my music. Give me a second. Let me look. Music, music, uh, the sign. Oh, wow, that was 2005. He's right. Cause I just remember the time. Oh, Rihanna's five. been out since 2005. That's oh, why I said she's crazy. I don't, it don't even feel like that at all. It doesn't. Okay, another person I would say, but I feel like he's been out longer than just the, the decade. Like, Chris Brown has been out longer than. Chris Brown? We wasn't saying him either. He don't count. Yeah. He got unfair cheat code. Yeah, nah, we don't count Chris Brown. He's been out since what, two thousand six, five, five. Nah, yeah. he been out. Him and five. Five, five. five. Katrina. Katrina. Um, J Cole. Cole was an unfair. Okay, yeah, yeah, Cole. Cole. Who? Um, uh, Cole. There's a lot of people I really could I can't say. believe she's not saying the name that I thought I would right, assume she yeah. was saying. Because it's by, like, her, her neighbor. I'm, this is this nigga is literally right. her neighbor. This nigga is the. My neighbor? Yeah. I think it's Machiavelli's offspring. He's the king of the coast. You know what? Machiavelli's offspring, king of the coast? You recognize, I can't hear you. My bad. Machiavelli's offspring, king of the coast. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, prime example. There's somebody else I would say, but be like, you know how when you have certain rappers from where you're from, mm-hmm. and they've been around longer. Yeah, yeah. I get, for I, you, yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like, uh, that's how we kind of like, like, kind of like, like how I can we say feel about Nipsey Hussle. I can say Missy Hustle, but Missy Hustle's actual first album came out in 05, but the Missy Hustle came out in 2010. But people didn't really start recognizing him until, like, Victory Lap. Yeah, my first introduction to Nipsey was 08. Uh, 2008. Hmm. Who else did y'all say? We had, we had Drake Cole, Nikki, Kendrick, and our fifth was well, future. Can't say Kendrick because I've been listening to Kendrick longer than most people. Kendrick was underground for a really long time, and Kendrick grew up in the neighborhood that I did. Right, yeah, that's but I mean, I you still. I mean, I mean, not time. to not to shape your opinion. I'm just saying. Yeah, we were just saying like, you got to you got to think about like, his impact when yeah. he did blow. You know, like impact and, and dominance, and like right. we said. Well, okay, I could be like this. I'll tell you somebody who has transformed since I've been in like middle school, high school era. Like YG did not. He, he may not have been doing the best music, but when it comes to charting, he charts well when it comes to... Oh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's definitely been around a while. Because two of the boot... Um, niggas ain't like the two gangs and two of the boot it. Like... Two of the boot him, fire. I would say him and Young Thug. See, so, you know, I can't... See, Thug hit... The, uh, the reason why we I didn't say Thug was because, like... The people we, the, most of the people, with the exception, I guess, one could argue Future is not a superstar, but those other four are definitely like big dogs. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I we said True. Future was because Future, Future got a lot of children running around out here. Future came out his first tape was what 2011 or a little bit before that. Eleven, going eleven, eleven. Yeah, because it, it was dirty spray. 
Yeah, and and I like like Tim said, he got a, yeah, a lot of future. Go like everybody goes back. Like a lot of people coming out of Atlanta go back to the future tree. Like you know what I'm saying, right? Like even Thug has Agreed. some roots to future. Like, yeah, like like I said, future future is the the reason for a lot of artists now. So I mean, yeah. you know that's why for me, like I said, I I think you know future is top five of this decade just for like I said his impact on the music game, how he helped, yeah. he helped artists you know curate their sound and help artists experiment In with different pockets with right, auto tune right like, right exactly this nigga has more <laughs> sounds with auto tune than I've ever fucking really realized that you can fucking have that's fair that's I, I and can, I'm not I the biggest future it. fan but like I'm not know. either like there's there's certain future I like and then there's certain future I'm just like and cool um who else would I say I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure I have my five already. Yeah, I mean, you have people have their personal five. I was just curious. What were your favorite albums? Like, when, it's, it's very hard to pick people when you know music. Right, right, right. I, I definitely agree with that. What like, were your, real talk. What were your um, favorite albums of the decade? What's my favorite? What? Favorite albums of the decade. You're killing me. Yeah, that's hard. That's, I couldn't even answer that. It's, I mean, I could tell you my favorite ones. I can't give you my favorite album. My favorite album, dude. I can't. Not give you album, albums. Like, what albums did you enjoy the most throughout the year? Ten years. Do you realize how hard it is? <laughs> shit, that shit ain't hard for me. Okay, which from what year to what year? Let's narrow this down from like 2010. We can break it down year by year if you want to, nigga. I got all night. We were recording a new no, fucking program tonight and everything. You know, I don't have that 30 minute. I don't have that 30 minute uh, segment thingy no more because I'm gar- we're recording Garage Band. Nigga, we moving on up in the world. Mm. Let them know. Um. Okay. So, in terms, I'll give it to you in genre. How about this? Okay. So, in terms of R&B and like. That and R and B, I would say R and B is pop because you know a lot of that shit is interchangeable. We're supposed to be R and B translates to pop now. Yeah. Um. So I would say like, if y'all answer the phone, I would say um, like for Chris Brown, Fame was a good album for him. Which one? Fame. Fame. It was a good album. I do remember that album being very popular. Same had look at me now. Was on there. Same had Deuces. Same had PSM for Michael Jackson. He had What the Bed with Ludacris. A whole bunch of babies was being made. It was a lot. It was a lot. I think I said a whole bunch of babies was being made. Because I'm trying to think about what tours I went to that year because that'll help me like hit. Cause there's just it's just so much music. 2010. Um, so 2010 would have been my. I'm trying to think of like school. the music that, that you the tied to like you know how you have songs tied to your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say so. Beyonce had two albums that were tied to my life, and I was four. And then her self-entitled, her self-entitled project to me is one of her best albums because of the time she took to curate it, mm-hmm. and it's really unheard of for you to like curate an album and do a video for every song with that's just Beyonce. Um Thank Me Later. I, I don't see everybody Take nobody care. talks about the Thank Me Later album, but I lo- I enjoyed that album. Well for me Thank Me Later, I uh, the reason I was kinda over it quick because a lot of the songs leaked. 
before the I, album I, I came think out. That's what the problem was. Yeah, yeah. I can I can agree with that, but the thing about it was is like I just remember constantly replaying the album. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there were certain albums that I constantly replayed. But Ambition by Wale was my album. Um Finally Famous by Big Sean. Uh The Throne. Most definitely the throne. Yeah, watch the, the throne, throne definitely. Like, Watch the throne. Watch the throne was it for me. I'm trying to think what else. Um, what's it called? The weekends album. Hmm. My beautiful dark sister fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agree. They had a lot of stuff. That, there was uh, a lot of there were a lot of artist introductions on that album. Like that was my first time listening true. to Sahai. That, that was my well, first time listening to Sahai. Not only that, but like you know when he did the Good Money. You know, kind of joint album when you had like "Don't Like" and "Quick" and all of that. Yeah, the good music. Don't um, like was the shit. Push it, killed it. Man, don't like. Everybody still, killed their verse like on that song. On, on that yeah. remix, everybody Every, killed that remix. I don't think there's a way to No, not at all. Because even like, I mean, you but you had um, niggas who could go on that right. on that record. Like nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. Was my freshman year. Like that's all we played. My freshman year in college. Right, we just said acid how rap. Good that shit aged. Acid rap. Right. My, my favorite. My tape. favorite yeah, chance. That's my favorite chance project. Like so, we counted mixtapes. Um, that was a mixtape. Yeah, yes. Yes. Because chance single handed. Man, we'll be here all night. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. We, mixtapes. We we, <laughs> we could be here all night. Um, I think I'm not a human being by Lil Wayne. Right. Really. That was, that was, Y'all, y'all, huh? I'm not a human being. Y'all have, I am not a human being. Oh. I, I, I fucked with it. There were tracks, oh, that were cool, but I didn't like, yeah, necessarily. Love I it. liked it. Um, oh, Born Center by Jay Cole. Oh, yeah. Born Center was my scene, the end of my senior year of high school. I forgot all about. I went to that. I went to that concert. That was a great concert. But I will tell you a song that's timeless and that like has been in rotation for everybody. I think that this song has come out from future. This one was just a single, but March Madness, right. Like he killed. Now March Madness every, was on uh, Third Sprite too. No, March Madness no, was on uh, Fifty Six Nights. Nights. Yeah, well, yeah, was. yeah, the mixtape. They, they, I always forget that Fifty Six Nights came because Fifty Six Nights came right, right. after. Yeah, it was on Fifty Six. The weekend, the weekend's trilogy got to be on there. Trilogy was good, but Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, definitely, he had a fire he had, album. He had, he had a pretty good decade. I was fucking right because he went from features. Like, I'm talking about being on the TNT commercial with that song, All Stars, so then moving forward to a ton of features for his free CC album. Then he had Beach House, Beach House 2 and Beach House 3. Um, who else? YG had My Crazy Life. I mean, like I said, every everybody's, you know, favorite artist There's had a good album. Somebody, had at it, least it, one good album for the decade, you know? Bryson Taylor's first album. Right. Now, that, that album aged really well. It did. It really did. Um, it did. Uh, party next door. Do we how got, do y'all think? How do y'all think views from the six age? Well, to me, views from the six was a. It was a. Uh, there was a lot of singles to the. So to me, that was more of a pop album for me. Yeah, I think I it, it was single, single uh, driven. But even like, though it had a lot of good songs. The way people kill views from the six is the way I kill more life. Cause I hated more life. I still hate more life. Um, I just didn't oh, like that Travis shit. Oh, Travis Scott. Yeah, Scott. Travis Scott had a, like a strong end of the decade. Hell yeah, he did. He yeah. had a strong entrance and a strong like middle. Yeah, point. he's in his flow. 
Yeah, I definitely um, definitely put Astro World up there as, as one of the best albums. Man, even even before Astro World, I love Rodeo. The, the way every Days Before Rodeo was fire. That yeah. was the real introduction. Rodeo, yes, Days Before Rodeo, Rodeo. Like I, I've been rocking with Travis since Upper Echelon, to be honest. Yeah, that was Al Farrell. Um, to, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, the way people love Astro World is the way I love Birds of the Trap scene Brian McKnight. Yeah, like, that album yeah, straight. I like that. Album. I mean, for me, that it's album kind of got it's a more kind of got repetitive to me quick. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, the another album I would say for me, so I think in this decade, I listened. Obviously, I listened to a lot of R and B, but a lot of R and B artists came out. Um, I think Miguel did well with Kaleidoscope Dream. Yeah, that's probably one of his best albums. Agreed. Um, and I saw him in concert with that album, and it was great. Um, and then the life of Pablo with Kanye was really. It was I really love the life of Pablo. Pablo. I, I, hey, I love the life of Pablo. I love life of Pablo. That, I feel like that was one of his best albums. It it wasn't for me. Um. um oh, how can you forget about the Migos? <laughs> wait, time like, out, time out. When we say Migos, are we talking like? I'm talking about old Migos. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The cool, first cool. culture we're album was dope. We're, we're on the same page because culture too. I, I yeah, the not. first culture album was dope. But I, I'm, I'm talking be real. about everything prior all, to all, all three of them niggas could have kept them solo projects. Uh, this is a slept on I'm album. I'm talking about Hannah Montana stuff like that. They could have uh, kept them solo projects. We didn't want that shit. Slept on album, and I don't know if y'all familiar with it, but Childish Gambino's because of the internet. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, that was a fire. Three thousand and five was my shit. That was a big song. Like, I love that song. Yeah. I still love that song. Definitely. Um, what's another? What's I'm a, looking through music. Right now. Good Kid, Man City. Of course. Come on. Now. Good Kid, Man City was an incredible body of work. Even Section Eighty. I love Section Eighty. I love. I might love Section Eighty more than I love Good Kid, Man City. Hmm. I, I I love like. Section, I mean, it, Section Eighty has sentimental all, value. All, Ken, all Kendrick shit is fire. That's all. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that for me. Um, what else from Cole? 2004. Four, I'm, I'm still looking that's Forest Hill Drive. Right I think Forest Hill Drive was a great album. Oh, Frank Ocean, Channel Orange. You gotta put that in there. Yeah. Oh, um, Channel Orange is like an album of the decade. Forever. Right. That album just played to this day. Tyler Jones. Every everything like Pyramids. That piece right there, even from down right. the video with him and John Mayer, like it. Even um, junior year with uh my junior year of high school, TM One Hundred Three by Jeezy. That was a big album for me personally. Yeah, I played the fuck out of that album. Well, how do y'all feel you about uh J Cole's Born Center album? Because that was a, a one one of my favorite J Cole That's, albums. Th- to be honest with you. I love Forest Hill Drive, but I think I may like for I may like Born I may enjoy Born Center more than I enjoy Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, same. I, that's to be just honest, me. I, I love that. I, I love that project. Like, I feel like I related to more songs with Forest Hill Drive, but I love Born Center because of this. The you know the it's like the passion in the music. You know how you know when like people have really put their all into the work into the body of work right. I think that it's dope of how he did it and the way in which J. Cole has transformed from just that small town here making mixtapes then getting signed to now having his own label signing other it just shows like 
the process that he went through. And I love the fact that he's like beyond low key. <laughs> I think he's just dope. Yeah, I agree. Because you don't always have to be seen. You know, we better appreciate certain artists. I told y'all, there's a lot of artists we're not getting albums from next year. Yeah. Who said they're not making like, any more albums? Cole is not. This, nah, this Cole, is, Cole no, dropping well, album. I, I, let me rephrase oh, the no, statement. Cole, there's a there's a lot of people who are dropping albums that you're not gonna get. A, they're gonna drop albums next year. And you're not gonna get another album from them for a while. Y'all think Rihanna's gonna drop an album? No, fuck no. Y'all ain't nah, making way from. too much money off the the Fenty Fam. stuff to even care yep. about music. I love music, but if I was Rihanna, I would tell I y'all agree. fuck off. <laughs> I would tell y'all that I would tell. Yeah, y- y- y'all get so many words. Y'all get what I'm saying here. I don't think I need to like oh, say it for the tenth time this oh, podcast. Trying to see what else. I mean, I um, just think, I just think that she she's in her her space. You feel what I'm saying? Like she's not trying to be worried about none of that right now. Well, for a lot of the artists, there's too much money outside of fucking music to be worried about making a What's fucking album. Nikki? I don't know that Nicki needs to make it. Like, there's. Is there really a purpose in Nicki making another album? When you have deals all over, she, but she's going to make another album. You're, you're Nicki, gonna, Nicki nah, loves the music. I think you're going to get one more Nicki album, but I think you better appreciate it when you get it because it's going to be a while before you get another one. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like from from what it sounds like, it sounds like she's really interested in do- taking that Queen radio shit somewhere, and there's potential for that. I can see uh, somebody picking that up and wanting to, to do something, or possibly bring it to like an HBO or some shit. Like there's a lot of options mm-hmm. for that. That it could it could be something. You know what I'm saying? She because she's mm-hmm. natural with that shit. Like that's some shit she does. That's not even fucking taught. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think I know Cardi. She's coming next year. She has to come next year. Like yeah, um, she don't have a choice. Yeah, she doesn't have a choice. And see, Ooh, I found another. Cardi's coming. And the, the interesting thing is going to be with Cardi is Meg is coming next year too. So when they how everything. So you you want me to give you you want me to give you a perspective? Yeah. As I like to call it. So Meg runs out between I give it March. I give her her stance between March and May. And I say that for a specific reason. You must know if something. She drops any she's she's on a she's on a natural high when it comes to her you know the promotion of things like fever is starting to die down. Right. I mean, you didn't have to. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. It, fever is starting to die down, so she's gonna probably release maybe two or three more singles, and then she's gonna start promoting for her album. I think. I think. So when do you think Cardi comes? That's that's what I'm trying to figure. Out. I'm thinking Cardi's gonna come early next year. Cardi's gonna come real early. Next year. I'm thinking she February. Cardi hasn't come. She's, yeah, Cardi hasn't come since. It's been like a year and a half. Since it's been maybe. about a year and a half. It's been about a year and a half because her and Nikki dropped the same year and they both didn't put out anything in the show. So yeah, Jordan, let me ask you this question. Um, okay. This is I'm just switching gears for a look for a minute, real quick. Uh, what what is it to you that turns you on to somebody new, like artist wise? Like what is what is it? Like a like a new like new a new artist that you never like a new artist oh. that you never never heard. Like what is what is it for you that that makes you that engages you with them and want makes you you know want to I guess check them out and and see you know where where that buzz goes. Um, 
I like to see their work ethic. Like, what, is, what is what is I'm that considered? What is work ethic considered to you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down to you. So okay. for me, when it comes to music, like I don't I that it's it's a simple thing. You know, some people can just listen to a song and be like, Oh, I like that artist, they're cool, yada yada yada. I'm looking at, you know, do you have videos of you making beats? You have videos of like you really listening to music. So like there's this guy that I listen to named Tom Smith. And Tom Smith, like, he'll post videos on Instagram of him just singing. Then he'll post videos of, like, beats that he's made or just sample songs that he's singing. Like, even when I first started listening to Summer Walker, the reason I consistently listened to Summer Walker was I felt something different. Like, her voice naturally touched me in a way that I haven't felt in a long time. Like, when the music fully captivates me or I'm listening and I'm like, you know, Everything is right because I've been around music my entire life. So for me, if your music is telling a story, if I'm feeling like your pain, if I'm feeling the things that you've gone through, like song cry, you know, that's a song that you feel everything. You feel every verse. Like flashing lights for me, flashing lights is like, I, I turn flashing lights all the way up in my car because it just hits. Like, there's, there's certain things that she's just like, dang. And recently, like, with Summer Walker's album, she wrote a song called Body, and that piece is just fire. Like, that, and then Running on the Track made a beat with potential that was literally him humming and snapping. Right. And it's, it's about people being innovative, and you're just like, yo, I never would have thought, you know just seeing you from the beginning and then seeing you to the end. I mean, say, look at you. Like, I remember when I first started listening to you or I first started out and I was like, okay, he's famous, he's cool, he brings, you know, good melodies, good bars. You transformed. You're not the same person that I saw years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put right. in the amount of work. So, you know, like, you know, I was, when you dropped this song today, I was like, oh, this is going kind of fire. Like, had a new project. <laughs> And then, like, you sit there and you're like, okay, I like it. Just so you know. Just so you know. Keep playing it. Just so you know. Oh, okay. I appreciate it. I just want to let you know that uh, I've heard the album already. You've heard like 40% of it. (laughs) I've heard the album already. It's nice. It's hot as shit. It is. It could melt and it could melt a glacier. It's coming, but I don't want to make this about me right now. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, was, I, th- I was I threatened you on the last fucking podcast. I know you don't want to make it about you, bitch. I was I was asking the question just because, like I said, I I I just want to know like what I guess now with the the new way that you know we consume music and the way that you know we're more I guess engaged with the the artists now. I was just kind of curious mm-hmm. to know just because I know like back then in 2010, like, you know, we were still buying albums. Like we had to go to the store and physically Man, get albums. Wire. Right. And the fact that, and the fact that social media wasn't as, it wasn't as advanced as it is now. It was like, I guess because, you know, like for instance, I'm going to just use Drake as an example. So the fact that we couldn't really get a glimpse into Drake's life like we can now was more like intriguing because we just, you know, want, you know, want to know, you know, it's kind of like a mystery, you know, in a sense. And it's, you know, so, and like now 
we can just get on Instagram and, you know, we can know anything we want to know. So it's like, you know, and then, like I said, for, you know, for artists now, it's like you can hear, you know, we can hear a song on Instagram now that they're working on. And then, you know, that's the promotion right there. As opposed to, you know, like I said, back then in 2010, there was no way to even get snippets out. It was either you had the leak of the song or you heard the song when the album dropped. So I was just trying to, so the reason, like I said, I asked the question because I was just trying to see like what, I guess, what changed, you know, for you now of how you, you know, like right. the artists, you know, now with being at nah, their social media and everything. I definitely agree with you in the terms of it's not the same when it comes to listening to music or being out about an artist or getting a perspective of how their lives are. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could say anything about this decade, social media has transformed this decade by a land, like, landslide. Um, you know, certain people starting off to like MySpace and then getting to Facebook and then you have Twitter and then Snap is big, you have Tumblr and all that other type of stuff. Like, I used, I think about it like this. There were songs that I could only get on, like, SoundCloud. Right. Or, you know, that I would have to go to, like, Hot new mixtapes, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like hot new hip hop and yeah. stuff like that, like downloading. I know what you're heading that. Bit. And it just it would just be different, and you you have to realize that you know social media really kind of took its face, and like I don't want to say end of 2010, beginning of 2011, um, in terms of like Instagram and stuff like that, because for me, I know. You know, you still weren't really used to celebrities letting you in on their lives if you didn't see it on a magazine. If it wasn't an Ebony Debt or anything else, mm, you didn't really know about it. Right. Smooth. You know, you might hear something on the radio like a scandal. Nigga said smooth, King. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you're not getting the joke. Like, I'm just saying, like, you, you, but you got to think about that. That was the generation of the era in which you grew up in. Right. So now you're in a perspective and in a generation where these kids literally are finding out about artists on TikTok and all that other crap. And you just like, and they tell you the songs that you listen to are old. And you just be looking at them like, you have no idea. Like, look at you, little fucking prick. Fuck off. Like, my little sister, I, I will never forget that. I think I played, I played a Pharrell song. And she was like, who is this? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I officially felt old. Because I was like, you don't know this song? I think it was Let's Get Blown. And him is smooth. Fam, do, do y'all realize niggas get on, like, look how different Twitter is. Niggas don't even say good morning on Twitter no more. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants your 145th, 5,000th tweet. Nobody wants it. Yeah. They used to be on Twitter. You'd be like, who wants my 15th tweet? Hey, damn, I remember that shit. That's crazy. Nobody Real ever wanted talk. my, I mean, nobody ever wanted my shit, but you get the point. I'm weak. Nah, y'all remember, y'all remember the little Facebook games where they were posted on your timeline? Yeah. Good times. Good times. It's just like, it's Nigga, Remember, to be honest, on Facebook, to be honest, you be dressing. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the most New Orleans shit ever. You be dressing in you cool people. 
So, so here's another question for you, Jordan, because we we both answered this in the beginning of the show. But what's your what's your uh, what is I guess your resolution for 2020 going forward? Smack a bitch. My resolution for 2020 going forward right now. Yeah, just as a like, just for you, like, what are, what are some things that you wanna, I guess, do better for yourself or accomplish or like just going into 2020? Like, what are, is there anything that you like? You know what? When 2020 comes, I'm gonna do like I'm determined to you know X Y Z. The stuff that I'm manifesting. Right, um, manifesting. So, you know, I I realize within myself like I worry about a lot of people like I have a really really big heart so I'm always worried about everybody other than myself so I told myself in 2020 like I'm really gonna start living in the moment of my life like being involved with myself being comfortable like I'm comfortable being alone I don't have a problem being by myself but being comfortable being alone and succeeding you know not feeling the need to have anybody else necessarily around you or by your side to succeed, but knowing that you can do it by yourself and with God. I feel that. Um, for like a long time, you know, you, you sit there and you kind of contemplate, like, I've always been a giver of my craft. Like, if my friends need something or if it's somebody I like to, and they're like, hey, Jay, can you do this for me? Can you help me out with this? You know, you're in communications, you're in marketing, you work with this person, you know, this person. And it's like, I started looking at it like, I'm not going to be friends or associate with anybody who was never a friend to begin with. You have to know when to step into people's like, wealth, and you have to know when to step into people and just remove them from your life. And there's a lot of people that just are leeches and they suck the life out of you. And you always wonder why you feel drained when you're around them. And I've cut off a lot of people because of that. Because it's like, you know, I've had my I've had my skincare business over six months. You know, everybody wants hits me up and is like, joking, post this, can you do that? I can count on my hand the amount of time that people have posted my things without me even having to ask. Like, people don't ask me, I just do it for the love and the fact that I support you. Big facts. Because, but I'm because. not taking that same mentality in the 2020. You know, nothing is free. Everything is earned. Respect is earned. Money is earned. My time is earned. All of that is earned. Mm-hmm. I told y'all. Um, Fuck you, pay me. So, that's one thing. Another thing is, um, <laughs> my last bit. I'm going to actually let my guard down in 2020, just a little bit. You know, I've always... Yeah, I, <laughs> I've, huh. I've always had... No, did you hear that? Wait, did you hear no, that? Did, did you, you really just do that? You, you heard the sound For real? Yes. Huh. Oh, I hate that thing. <laughs> I really don't like you. Love you too, little um, sis. What would you do without me? So... Without me, I could... I, without me, you would talk to bitch-ass niggas. Between you and me, man, listen. Uh, no, I just. I'm like the big I brother that you never had. Let my guard down. What'd you say? I'm like the big brother you never had that keeps a lot of guns. Oh, God. Anyway. Nah, I just, I just, I just let my guard down in the sense of like allowing more people to get to know me. But it's very hard for me to 
<laughs> I guess keep <laughs> be entertained because my mindset is not like most women my age. It's not what you. Y'all, she was really mean as our interns the other day in the group message. I just want to say this is the sad thing about that statement. Hold on, hold on, not to not to cut you off. Hold on, I want to go back to what you just said. Let me let me ask on. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Okay, so not to not for nothing, but when I I hear a lot of people always say that like I'm mature for my age, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like. What does that mean? No, not what does that mean, but it's like you would think like being twenty one and up, you would kinda no. be mature, you know? No, no, no. But it's sad that it's sad that like uh, like a lot of twenty one, twenty two, twenty three year olds are not that mature. Like like you like I say, like you saying like you like you being mature is like kinda supposed to be like that's kind of like the thing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed to be mature, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that, no, like, if you were to say it, you would be like, well, duh, you're supposed to be mature. But it's like, in this day and age, like, yeah, if you're mature at 22, you're different. Because, like I said, like, man, there's a man. lot of 21 and up people that are not mature at all. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of wild shit. Well, it's not even that. So when I, okay, so let me explain my, my kind of background of why I say that. So for me, I've, I'm the type of woman for like my guys older. I've always dated older guys with the exception of one person. See why I gotta um, keep the glizzy on deck? The same age. What? This is why I gotta keep the glizzy on deck. Oh my god. No, nah, talk, talk about it because I, I wanna, I'm glad we're going on this topic of dating older. I know we just kind of switched no, all the way so gears, I, but go ahead. I have always, I have always dated guys older, and here's why. So. In every relationship that I've been in, talked to, you know, whatever, I try and learn something new from each person. I try and take something away from each experience because one person could teach you, you know, you need to be more confident in yourself. Another person could teach you this is what you should not look for in a partner or something else. And so for me, when I say I'm mature for my age, you know, people my age are usually if they haven't had a kid or if they're, you know, not just working and getting their money and reflecting and doing all that stuff, they either just starting out of college or trying to find a job, going back to school, you know, trying to figure life out. You know, 21, 22, you're still a, a very fresh adult. Um, so, you know, as I approach my 23rd year of life, like, I, I sit back and look at it like this. I graduated high school when I was 18, came to college, was 18, finished on time by 22. I started my very first business, technically when I was 21. Um, And I, and mind you, I had a plan from the time that I was in high school. So I was like, I want to go to an HBCU. By the time I hit 20 to 21, I want to have my first business or businesses, I want to start movements, I want to make memories, I want to do all these different things. And I literally had knocked off, I had, I found my list, like, actually a couple weeks ago. I knocked off, I want to say, seven out of ten things on my list. So that's three things unaccounted for, and those three things were buying my house, um, getting a beer, and something else. Mm. And, you know, 
it's funny when you start like it's funny when you start planning your life and you don't include the ups and downs and like what God has for you in it. You just plan your life. Like I, I had told myself for a long time, I was like, I'm gonna be married by twenty five, baby. I don't have to be married by twenty five. I don't mm mm. Whatever don't I need to rush that shit, trust me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm twenty five now and I'm 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 not married and it's it's wonderful. So <laughs> don't rush it. I'm twenty five and nowhere near I'm, marriage. No, but matter of fact, thing, like, I'm, I'm like, not rushing nothing. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not rushing anything, and so I like dating older men. One, just because that's the preference. Um, two, I feel like they bring something new to the table because they've been on this earth longer than me, so they have. I like men with wisdom and who can attract my intellect. You know, I want you to be attracted to my mind. Like, understand that I'm intelligent. I'm not just this short, thick girl who has a pretty smile and has curves. I have substance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of females, you know, I'm not trying to come down on females. Like, this is not what that is because I think everybody is at fault or something. But... For me, and it it can even happen with men, a lot of people don't have, they don't provide the same substance that they're looking for. It goes into the same conversation that I had on the podcast a couple weeks ago with Tim about how the women who are not focused on that, it would be like me chasing a dude who I know is no good for me, who I know has no substance. You know, yeah, you could be, being a ride or die does not mean staying around for nonsense and foolishness. And that's not Either I feel like, like, I feel like I don't want ahead. you to die for me. Live for me. Living, living for me is harder. Justin? Dying for me is too easy. I need you to live for me. That's true. But what I was saying with that was that you know people may start to mistake and come up with their own rendition of what life should be. And when I say bring substance to the table, in order to sit at my table, and Tim can attest to it because I do have high standards, but to sit at my table, you have to bring something to eat. I want somebody that I can build with. Like, we should be motivating each other to do something new all the time. I want a partner who literally, if you see me like being lazy or lacking in the area, you check me and be like, listen, you ain't been on your stuff. Get back on your stuff. If I'm feeling uninspired, I want them to motivate me. There's certain things that I would like you to bring to the table because that is the type of man that I require. Mm-hmm. And the type of man that I require is not every woman's man. So, so basically what she's saying, if y'all are under the height of five foot six, don't even waste your time trying to holler. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, but <laughs> did I lie? No, nah, that was, that was a, a good breakdown. Well, now. to be honest, I, I can't even say I can't even say I don't agree with you because I am like five, five and a half. And I do like my God because I'm standing a little bit close. Hey. Basically what she's saying is when she puts her heels, all, heels on, you can't be underneath her. You can't be I can like do her. like five, nine in the bus. You can't be to her elbow. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, Jordan, tell them. Can we send a shout out to our, our three new interns? AKA your oh, children. Yes. AKA your children. Yes. Shout out to my kids. 
Shout out to Dom. She, she, wants, she, wants, to, Andrew. she wants to be a fucking mom. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Janiah. Shout out to Dominique. Welcome to the Listen, Bible for LA family. I'm like their big sister. I just want them to succeed. My ass. I want, if y'all saw no, this group message. I want them to be. If y'all saw this damn up. group message. Can you explain who these people because are to the listeners? Because I mean, and me, because I don't even know who they are. But shout out to them. But can you just explain who, who are they and what they do and why they getting a shout out? Yeah. So, Tania, I've actually known Tania's been my mentee for uh, two years. She is from New Orleans. Is super involved in like creative direction and modeling and music and things like that. Like that is what drives her. She loves anything creative. And so we told her because of her work ethic and what she brought to the table, she was eager. You know, as soon as I put out, you know, I'm looking for interns, she said she was like, I'm ready. Like, what needs to be done? And for me, being a part of the entertainment industry and being in the podcast industry, you need people like that. Um, with Dominique, she is on the like. What's the team that helps with the Pelican? What's the little Pelicans like halftime team? Oh, like, I know you're talking about the little the dancer like, like the. Group. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I know you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, so, so, she is on the but she um she was my resident when I was an RA in college, and so I've known Don for a long time, and I've seen her blossom into who she is. And so she's like, she's, Don is really funny, to be honest. She's real funny, and she's really, like, energetic, and she brings a lot of good ideas to the table. Um, and she's just a sweetheart. Um, when it comes to Andrew, Andrew is, like, my silent storm because literally he could just be observant, but he'll list out everything that's going on. He'll always say, you know, this is what I think we should do, give his opinion on something you know, make us laugh a little bit. And he does great work when it comes to event planning because that's what he likes to do. So he's made balloon arches. He's transformed rooms. He just has a very creative eye. So we need somebody, you know, who can provide new ideas and give us a new direction sometimes. And that's something that he does wonderfully. You're only as good as your team. Facts. And our team is still being built because we're adding writers to our team for yes, our new are. blog on our website. We're looking for videographers. You know, it's a lot of things that we want to do in 2020. But sometimes you got to start small and then just gain more access. Let's be honest. Like, if we were building an NBA team, that would be like, hmm? those three are like potential, like, sharpshooters. See, the goal is basically to just have our own LLC and have so many different things under yes. one hub. Yeah, she she broke the surprise to y'all. I, I was going to sit on that information, but I figured I'd let her reveal it to y'all. Like, there's I a mean, lot. There's a gotta, lot. Like, we have a lot. Give a peek into the vision. We have a lot really planned for 2020. Like, a lot of episodes are already in, in, in motion. <laughs> I just talked to a, a friend of mine. Matter of fact, I saw him today. Um, very popular in New Orleans. So he's definitely said he said just when I'm ready for him, make the phone call. And that phone call is coming in early January. Nah, like I there is a very special guest that I think that I'm gonna bring out of the uh, out of the woodwork that I've been working on for a really long time. Oh, we definitely yeah. have an off air conversation. <laughs> 
yeah, that that is looking like an up and up, my friends. And that's gonna be a really big, a really big moment for us, actually. Hey, hey, quick, quick, quick real, real, real quick. Um, I need <laughs> you gonna kill me for saying this. <laughs> this is off topic, but I need whoever. Uh, whatever label Sweetie is signed to, like, are they gonna release her debut album yet? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm curious to like, cause she has not, she has tracks that are charting. What that last track charted really well. So I was just wondering. I wonder if they're gonna do like. A, I just thought about that randomly. I was wondering if maybe they would do like a, if they're gonna start kind of like gearing her up for her first album. But that's a conversation maybe for another day that we'll have on another podcast because we need to have that pod. That conversation. Shout out to Sweetie. What'd you say? I said shout out to Sweetie. What you mean? Yes, yeah, shout out to Beyonce. We'll put that girl goddamn government name out there like that. I can't. We really have to have a conversation. That's off. public record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. We definitely have to have a conversation off, off, uh, off mic about this, this guest that you're working on. We might be yeah. on or something. Uh, twenty twenty, I was gonna have a lot of visual, so just to let y'all know. So y'all need to go subscribe to us on what's, YouTube. What's the next topic, guys? Next topic, um, shit, we we got more done in this episode than I really anticipated on getting done. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, um, let's see, where where else would you like to take it, Jordan? This is the last episode for the year, so whatever you want to say, get it off your chest now. Yeah, or forever. Hold oh, your peace. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, let's see. Oh, she got time today. I do. <laughs> yeah, I got I all the time, too. Fam, so, wait, check this out. Jordan has not late. answered the phone for me in two weeks. It's real late. So I got all the time. I don't give a shit. I got to work I for I got time because it's the end. Listen, tomorrow is the end of my. 2019 work week. Okay, I only have to go on one more day next week, and that's the 23rd, and then I am off on vacation. Oh, fuck y'all. Um, so, work holidays. Let me ask y'all this. I'm listening. This is, this is a sports question. A scorch? Sports. Sports like football, basketball? Yeah. Like, uh, it, it, has to do, it has to do with a specific player. Uh, okay, go oh, ahead. Shit. I think I know who you're about to say, I but to, I'm I'm a, I'll do two sports things. But the first one is I want to know you guys' perspective about how LeBron has transformed from this, you know, what people like to call an average basketball player into the entrepreneurial route because he's done a lot that he doesn't always get credit for. You want to answer first? And I'm saying this, and I was not the biggest like I wasn't the biggest fan of LeBron. That's because you, you California. Probably are different. until he came to the Lakers. Not even my last three, but he's Nobody done really a likes lot. LeBron. I'm convinced. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think it's dope. Um, I think it's good to show people that you can do more than one fucking thing. Um, because you can only play. Let's be realistic. He Le, LeBron's an anomaly. Nobody play is blessed to play basketball for seventeen years normally. You know what I'm saying? The average career of somebody who plays ball is a year, maybe being nice. You know what I'm saying? So it's dope that he's showing us other ways to get money. Um, as much as we like to think that everything is about sports, it's about more than sports. This is a fucking business at the end of the day. 
And it, this is to you use all this to feed your family. So you have to have other ways to to, to do that when, when you're no longer playing ball. You know what I'm saying? And shit, money makes money. If, if, if I'm right. being if I'm being cut and dry, you suppose you can use money when you're getting money. It makes it easier to get more money. If that makes sense. If you know what the fuck you're doing. You know, it's funny. It, and I always see it's always the motherfucker who ain't getting no money who wants to tell the person who's getting money. How he needs to get money. Facts. Well, nigga, if you had the fucking plan, why you ain't getting no money? <laughs> get off my dick. But I, I I love what he I think he's doing his thing. I think that's dope. And I think it's setting a good um I think it's setting a great example, you know what I'm saying? On right. I'm not gonna say you don't wanna be too content, you know what I'm saying? Uh because there's a there's always you can always do more. And I also I also believe that everybody needs something to do. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. okay, he has children, so his children may not want to go into sports, but if they want to go into like, um, maybe management or even what he's doing in the film industry, he could go into that. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that he's playing the long game. He's not just playing the short game, and I think that's the most important object of all of this, in my personal and professional right. opinion. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think it's really dope. And it, 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 you can see that it has a a tremendous effect on other people too because you see other athletes getting involved in in media platforms and nobody wants to say this. ESPN and all them other networks are not thrilled about that. Because Jordan, we're, Jordan, we're in media. So we understand the importance of controlling narrative. That's why they get mad when players try to control the narrative. The most important you, thing you can do is control the narrative, control what's being said about you. Because at the end of the day, it's your reputation on the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand the game. I, we understand the game. But Tay, would you that like to say? Do. Would you like to say something about that? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think what LeBron is doing is for. I think because um he's not the the first person to do like the things he's doing, but. He has the biggest platform. And um, so, I mean, like I said, all this ties back into just the way that the the world has evolved with technology and social media and stuff like that. Because, I mean, I think without those things, LeBron would probably still, like, the stuff that he does probably wouldn't be as highlighted as it is now. And I, like I said, I think just right. with the the fact of the way that media has evolved helps, um, you know, helps highlight those things that he's doing. You know, like I said, I think it's dope that he, you know, made a school and was able to open it and stuff like that. Which, um, I mean, like I said, he's not the first person to do that. Like I know of other athletes that have done that type of thing. But like I said, he's just on, he's the biggest athlete. So, you know, whatever he does is is, is going to, at this point, it's going to be glorified over, you know, what another athlete is doing. But, I mean, um, I think, it, like I said, at the end of the day, I think it's really, it's really dope. I think, you know, you know, more people need to look out for the youth because the youth is the future at the end of the day. And, you know, we have, we're, we're coming up with more and more resources and, we're basically that saying of we're crawling so that way they can run whenever it's their time, you know? So, uh, that's just, that's, that's how I, I think about it. 
That's what I think about and how that's I look cool. at it. I can agree with that. All right, I got another question for y'all. I'm, I'm all for the Shoot. questions. Shoot. What do you think? I, I I'll make it multiple. Were the biggest scandals of the decade? Ooh, uh, scandals, scandals. See, I don't, I don't. I try to stay out of. I that need somebody. Stuff. I need somebody to refresh my memory. What? What's Are you talking about scandals like messy? Like who cheated on who? Shit, or just like the like kind of like moments? Shout out to Arthur. He got five hundred thousand uh, dollars. Moments of the decade, like the shit that happened. It could be whatever. It could be small. It could be big. Could so, be like, big. that's what I'm asking. You know, like, what's the category of this? Beast. Oh, rap beasts. Okay. Rap beast. Well, for the entertainment thing, oh. like the whole art Kelly. Let me let me answer this one first. So, uh, hmm, I had I had. Let me see. I had one, but uh, I don't I don't think this is. I don't know. I think it's a no. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this one because this is a good. It's a good lesson for a lot of the up and coming kids, not even rappers, but kids to fucking learn from. Don't be Takashi. That, right. That's telling ass nigga. Not even a rap part. I'm not right, even talking man. about no. that part. Yeah, don't be that nigga. I'm not even talking about that part. I'm talking about trying to use gangs and other shit that you ain't even about to try to uplift your music, and then when the shit hit the fan, you know what I'm saying? You telling now? Granted. Like I said, at the end of the day, Takashi don't owe them niggas nothing. At the end of the day, them niggas don't owe Takashi nothing. He's still a bitch. But it's like, at the end of the day, you knew what you was getting yourself into. And when shit hit the fan, you know what I'm saying? Now you trying to, you know, get sympathy and you want people to feel bad for you and this, that, and the third. And like I said, I think this is it's a great lesson for that that famous word that's float, that's been floating around now, clout. Yeah. This is what clout gets you. Clout, there's nothing good that comes out of clout, honestly. I, I really hate the term. Clout gets you, clout can get you killed. Oh. Trying to do shit for clout can get you killed. It can get you killed. It can get you fucked up. It can get you in a fucked up situation. Yeah, clout. A wise man once said, you niggas surprised it's Takashi, so I wasn't surprised. Bitch ass. No, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I, it's like, He's still a bitch. He don't owe them niggas nothing. At yeah, the end right. of the day. still a telling ass nigga. Yeah, so it's like he respect that. But at the end of the day, he he shouldn't have. You know, I mean, I get it. Don't get down if you gonna tell. Right. No snitching. Uh, trying to think of another moment. What was another like wild ass OG on Twitter was wild. I don't care what anybody says. Um, that was funny. I'm sorry. That shit, fam. I, I do not feel comfortable following OJ Simpson. Okay, I don't care what none of y'all say. <laughs> I mean, OJ's OJ's innocent. OJ is not innocent. That's what the judge told me. Man, fuck OJ. Told me OJ is innocent. So <laughs> fuck I'm fuck OJ. Yeah, but then again, the judge has said that some other people are innocent. I'm not black. Not I'm OJ, innocent, huh? So you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, the R. Kelly shit was wild, but it's kind of like I've been telling y'all he's a molester. But that's what I'm about, that's what I'm about to say. Like all the older, like my parents been telling me like R. Kelly was doing some foul shit waiting for this shit happen. No, so we've it's, known, we've known, but he's been doing foul shit his like, whole life. Nasty fuck. Man, nah, I think one of the funniest moments of the decade. It wasn't a scandal. I think it was funny to me. Once the line hit, uh, uh, that's not okay. Yeah. No, abuse is never okay. 
Right. Yeah. Whatever. It's never okay. Uh, see, uh, I, I hate the double standard of abuse. I really it's not do. okay. You know why I say that wasn't okay? Because if you would have clocked the ass, right. we would have been taught having a totally different situation. I mean, this is kind of the same thing Ray Rice did. He, the only difference is, you know, mm-hmm. he, no, I, okay, I he can't connected. Say, I but I also, we also don't know what happened in that elevator for her to get him. You're right. We don't know. He didn't put her hand, his hands on her. That's clear. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. If Jay-Z, Jay-Z would have reacted, though, it would be a whole oh, kind of it's different same, conversation. It's, a, it's the same principle like this. Did you guys ever watch when Chris now put his documentary out on Netflix? Yeah, I saw it. When he explained what okay. happened, he told his side story. He, he explained what happened. But we weren't there, though. And I'm not, I'm not taking sides on this shit. I'm not taking Rihanna's side or Chris Brown's side. I'm just saying that. It's, you know, for me, this is how I look at a lot of things. Like, a lot of scandals and stuff, this is just me. This is just personally how I look at it. If I ain't there, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't pick a side. You can't say nothing. Right. All I know is, y'all better be happy that wasn't reasonable doubt, Jeezy. Y'all forgot Jeezy stabbed a nigga. Yeah. Um. Shout out to you know, I feel like the Kardashians have literally done a lot in this decade. I'm tired of them fuckers. But I'll tell you one thing. Kylie uh, getting money. Chris Jenner, Chris Jenner, pimp of the year, pimp of the decade. Okay. Measure Don Juan would be proud. Iceberg Slim would be substantially proud. Dang, did you guys watch Rick Rubin and Andre 3000? I haven't had a chance Uh, to watch it yet. I didn't watch it, but I saw the clip of Andre talking about. I saw the clip of him talking about he's not inspired to do music no more. I don't blame Mike. And that broke my heart. I no, honestly, I understand it. And I'm just going to get this artist's perspective of why. Of why I understand what he's saying. Because it's like this. And this is, this is what I think. I think that, and I, and, I don't, and I don't know why he feels this way, if he does feel this way of what I think. But I think it's more of like he sees the way that music has changed and the way music has shifted. And it's to the point of he's just like, I don't know what the fuck y'all want. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all like. I don't know what the fuck to do. So I'm not about to sit here and try to force something for people. Because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like this, right? We can say it's Andre 3000 making music. But if it's not good, then it's, it's not good. Of course, there's some delusional fans who uh, accept anything. But... Number one, he's never put out, and and Andre said this before. Like he's he's admitted it that he you know deals with um like I guess anxiety in a sense of he doesn't like the attention and stuff like that. So I think you know a lot of it has to do with that. That is just more of like the way that music has changed. You know, is you kind of lost in it. You don't know what direction to go in. You he's never dropped the album, so I'm sure at this point he's like. I don't even know what the fucking mate, you know? So, and like I said, as an artist, like sometimes we kind of get in that, that mind frame of like, you know, we can either do one of two things. We can either experiment and try to be different. And if it works, then we're successful. And if it doesn't work, then we f- fall flat on our face and we look dumb. Or we could take the safe route and just do what's hot and, keep doing it until you know something sticks and we come up with a hot song so with that you know with just with all those factors in that 
I think that, you know, for him, from that's what I kind of got from the clip of hearing him talk to Rick Rubin about he's not inspired and he just doesn't feel like, you know, I guess basically he's not, you know, it, it, it's not putting his best foot forward. I think that's just what it is. I think it's just the, the way that music has shifted so much. He's, uh... You know, I think I think he's probably just afraid of the um also too afraid of like just the backlash from it if it's not good. You know, I agree. Cause, but I think it, it I think it's a mixture of that, and then he still holds on to the fact that his child told him his music sucks. His child told him his music sucks. Yeah, him and Eric Badu's son. I, I cut that little nigga off. My music sucks. So Don't want a new car, nigga. Bastard. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can hear your music touch from people outside the world. But hearing that from your own flesh and blood, it can be a lot. Asshole. And see, I mean, that's that's the crazy thing, like, that Andre 3000, like, I don't know, like I said, it's all speculation. But if that is the case that, like, I mean, and that's tough because... Like I said, I I mean, just me trying to make it as an artist is just like, I have, so, right. and the fact that somebody of that magnitude, you know, feels the way he feels about music is like, you know, it's, it's mind blowing to me, you know, but it's, it's like at the end of the day, he's human, you know, we, cause like I said, you know, we, we do kind of look at our favorite artists as superheroes, you know, Agreed. so. Okay. We've been at this shit for a long time tonight. How long has it been? We're hour 25 in. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, you've been on the phone for like an hour. I'm glad I ain't got, got to worry about long distance and shit nowadays. Back in the gap, nigga, we have to worry about that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. So, so before we go, all right. So before we go, we should, we should all end it with what I want everybody to answer this. What was the highlight of you're 2019 and what do you feel like you could improve on that's hard you only got you can only name name one thing what was the what was the biggest highlight of your 2019 like like the biggest thing that you were most proud of for yourself and what's one thing and what and you know i know we like to say we don't we don't regret anything but i want i want us to say shit, it again. I, regret shit. I want i want you to tell me your, what what was your biggest regret of 2019 that you're going to learn that you you're going to learn from it and be better jordan mm. i like how y'all tell me to go first okay fuck it i'll go first oh my god Let's load it up Okay, what are my biggest podcast episodes gonna be so long? The proud <laughs> It's the I, last one. What you expect? I mean, niggas better go listen to this shit. But uh the thing I'm the oh. most proud of is the podcast. You know what I'm saying? What we were able to do with the podcast. Oh. And, you know what I'm saying? Even though Jordan deserted me for California. Oh, no fun. Shout out to everybody in LA but Jordan. Um Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the thing that I plan on working more on is uh my my business shit, getting more of that shit in order and making things profitable and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because nigga got bills and nigga got to eat. You know what I'm saying? My biggest regret is my biggest regret is showing love to some of you motherfuckers, but that's neither here nor there. 
Now, if you feel like this goes towards you, it probably does. So, uh, I'm gonna need you to take that Timberland boot and wear that motherfucker. Cause I got some nails in that bitch. So yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Jordan. Back to you. Um. Okay, I'm gonna start with my regret phrase because it's it's really hard. I did a lot in 2019, like a, a lot. You mean so it's really up. hard to kind of pick one. But I'll start with my regret first. So, um, I regret being afraid to fail. Um, because as I've learned over the, you know, the course of the past couple of months, failure teaches you so much more than winning can sometimes. I feel like sometimes you have to be broken to really rebuild yourself and become this this better version of yourself. Um, because coming out of college and not having a job or a college offer or anything it was rough for me it was really really bad especially with the type of person that I am who usually has it all together to not know what my next plan was scared me it was very uncomfortable um so basically you know I would I would just regret you know being afraid to fail you know I'm not afraid to fail now it's really more about how you adapt your failures. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. What about you, T? Okay. Um, is she not oh, finished. Damn, damn. Damn. My bad. This is hard. <laughs> I feel like I gotta pick more than one thing, guys. I can't. Oh, uh, go ahead. One go ahead. Go ahead and uh, right. yell out your accomplishments. Oh, shut up! Shut up, say. Okay. Uh. First accomplishment, obviously, getting my degree. I worked real hard for that. Yes, a black, woman, a black educated woman. Okay, degree, just flourishing. Um, mm-hmm. And did it on time. Uh, that was the first accomplishment, especially with me being the first college graduate in my family. That was really important to me, having younger siblings and things. Um, Starting my business. You know, get my business up off the ground. And I put all of my money in my business. Like, nobody else is giving me any money for my business. Like, I I can honestly say every dollar I've ever spent has been mine. Big facts. So, that's a really good feeling for me. Um, and it's a lot of transitionings and a lot of new businesses that will be announced at the first of the year. Um. I got my car, bought that with my bread. You know, nobody else is help, only me. I got a job at Billboard. <laughs> that, That's huge. That was big. That was really, really big. Um, that was a great moment in my life, and I have transitioned on. Um, sure, sure. And I'm now in a I'm now in a directorial role with a with a promotion and I'm getting paid more than I was at Billboard. So, no. Um, honestly, 2019 was hell for me, <laughs> but it ended in beauty. The beginning of 2019, 
But the end of it has been beautiful. You know, I've been able to carry out this podcast with him and have great people on here talk about some incredible topics. You know, we've really just begun. Like, it's so much more that we're getting ready to bring to the table. That's my 2019 thumbs up. All right, so um, I'm going to do my biggest regret first. Uh, My biggest regret is mm, it's probably getting it, getting in the way of my of my possibilities. And what I mean by that is, you know, because I I tend to, well, early on in 2019, I was, well, not even 2019, just in general, just always got in the way of the possibilities of what I can be because I was not afraid to fail, but kind of more so took into consideration of what it it may come come off to, to people. And looking back on it as I got older and stopped giving a fuck about that, like, I've been flourishing. So I wish I would have stopped giving a fuck way earlier and, like I said, getting in the way of my possibilities. So that's probably my biggest regret of 2019. Um, My biggest accomplishment, of course, I mean, graduating, that's... I mean, I don't know. That's that. I mean, that's an accomplishment, but it wasn't really my accomplishment. It was more of I kind of did it for my parents. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would say my biggest accomplishment would would be adulting, being able to to survive on my own as an adult, being able to take care of myself as an adult, not ever asking anybody for a handout, not ever depending on anybody but myself, able to live the way I want to live, do what the fuck I want to do all on my own. Just like I said, just adulting. So, yeah, that's what I always say, 20, 2019, the biggest thing for me. So, yeah. Okay. So, my biggest accomplishment would be the fact that I graduated from high school. That I, I applaud you for adulting because I know adulting is ghetto. It's not ghetto. See, that's the thing. Adulting is like I mean, ghetto. I, mean, I do ghetto shit life, all the time. Life, is, life is what you make it to be. Life is literally what you, you make it to be. And, and, and it's only ghetto to the people that don't want to better it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I don't honestly remember how you remember how when we were younger and we used to be like, um, oh, I can't. Excuse me. Oh, I can't wait to get older so I can do X, Y, and Z. And then you got older and you were kind of like, this ain't what it's cracked up to be. For me, it's the total opposite. Like, I enjoy being older. Like, I enjoy being being on my own, doing what the fuck I want to do when I want to do and, and yeah, just, just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Big facts. I think I'm just tired of spending my own money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. Right. But, uh, yeah, to wrap, the, to wrap things up, I appreciate y'all for even letting me come on y'all platform and, uh, you know, talk my shit and, and conversate with y'all. This is a really dope platform that I can't wait to see the bigger things that y'all got in store for next year. 
and hopefully to be a part of it in any shape or way form I can be because I you know y'all family to me and I really fuck with this shit and I already know this shit is gonna it's gonna you may it may be starting off slow but you know that's just with anything anything starts off slow the consistency builds it and makes it a, a bigger platform and I know that between y'all two and you know everybody supporting this shit this shit is only gonna get bigger and take off so we appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Yo, Jordan, just a heads up. When you get in yeah. town, we either go to space or she she's just saying. Make sure I'm invited. Wait, when is this? I don't I don't, I don't know. know. That's probably gonna be like summertime. We uh, don't know the next time we go see yeah, Jordan. True. Shout down California okay. living La Vida Loca. But um nah, before we close out, I just want to give a shout out to the co hosts of mine. You have held it down in my absence like a true king. I did that. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate you working hard because I know it's not easy to be on by yourself <laughs> when you have a co-host. <laughs> um, it, took, it took a lot of figuring out, trying to get us on the same same episodes and all this type of stuff, but Okay, we have figured it out, and just so that you guys know, for all the new listeners and even our old listeners and things like that, you can call into the show now. Yeah, yeah, but I will tell you, fuck you if you piss me off. Call into the show now. (laughs) So our number is five zero four three one five five two nine two. So you can call into the show, talk to us, give your perspective. We will hang up on you if you get retarded. I might tell you something more. more yeah. wor- I might do worse than that. Tim I might tell you something. Can we liable to curse you out? I might tell you something I do. Just saying. Um, and then we also have our new YouTube segment called For Up and Still. That will be out in 2020, which is kind of like a, I don't necessarily say a fireside chat, but more of like a conversation with like-minded people drinking and eating food. I'm on a do say... Hey! Hey, to be on the first episode, it's like you're more than welcome. Oh yeah, it's lit. Just uh, hit me with the dates. All black party in January is up there. Just saying. Lord have mercy. It's up there. Well, guys, it's been fun. I want to send a shout out to my co-host. Shout out to her for you know helping me do this shit because I didn't know who I was gonna do this shit with, and. I was able to do it with my co-host slash with my one of my best partners slash little sister. Even though this is a tearjerker moment. Tearjerker, these nuts, whatever. <laughs> tearjerker my ass. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. Y'all some emotional <laughs> ass niggas, man. But uh but yeah, shout out to Huck, cause yeah, I didn't know who to, I was gonna I, I you know I came to you first with the idea, but I didn't know who I was gonna do this shit with. And the options wasn't looking so great, you know what I'm saying? And uh, a lot of them, well, I mean, they uh, weren't looking great, but I just kept but telling you. A lot of the shit uh, Jordan is able to do, I don't know how to do. It. I'm not mass com trained. I'm kind of self taught with this oh shit. So like, you know what I'm saying? Without a lot of this shit, we can get done. Like I don't, as far as knowing the proper channels to go through and shit, like I didn't really know. So she picked up a lot of my slack on that. But you know, shout out to her. Well, yeah, he said it's back. That's all that matters. Might, I might fly to LA in 2020 and shoot a couple episodes. I don't know. We might do a few live ones. You never know. We could have the, the one-year anniversary of podcasting party at Shishi's. You never know. 
We are not having our anniversary party with Cece. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm done with the strip club. I don't do that anymore. Lying. Anyway. I'm retired. I am. Okay. But. But. Thank y'all for tuning in. Have a great 2020. Be safe. Do not drink and drive. Your life is more important. And so are the other people's lives on the road. Yeah. So. Not ruin your life. Until next year. For the homie Devante. For Jordan. California Clark. Oh my God. I thank y'all for tuning in. I thank y'all for fucking with me this year. I thank y'all for not being bitch ass niggas. <laughs> That's a lie. Okay, some of y'all might be bitch ass niggas, but y'all are fans of the show, so I guess it's okay. Not really. Don't be a bitch ass oh nigga. Nobody wants to be a bitch ass nigga. But I thank y'all. Yes. Y'all didn't have to do. Y'all didn't have to listen to me, but y'all did. So for that, I'm fucking with y'all. If you're a bitch ass nigga, I'm fucking with you a little less. But that's neither here nor there. But thank Ooh, you. Wait, pause. Pause. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. I, I told her I would do this today, so I'm gonna do it. Shout out to Leah. It's her twenty third birthday. Happy birthday, Leah! Oh yeah, happy birthday, Leah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This calls for a special. Hold on, hold up, hold up, hold up. This nigga running the episode. Dumb I don't know what he has. Oh, I got something. <laughs> you know, I always got Come something. On. I'm almost. I gotta you gotta wrap it. Uh, we in process. Do what I want. I don't work. You know the good thing about owning, your, having your own podcast. Nobody owns me, so they can't really tell us what to do. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Hey. Oh, man, I'm out of here. Uh, I'll let you later, Jordan. Peace. You can find me in the club. Oh my God. Happy birthday, Mama Leah. You still ain't never coming by the fucking podcast. But it's okay. When you ask to get off that fucking plane, I'm going to have them goons we waiting for you. Huh? We can call her now. Huh? Yeah, we can call, call her. her now. She probably won't answer, but you know. Anyway, all right. Bye, Peace. everybody. One love. Thank you for listening. See y'all next year, niggas and niggas. Bye. And white people. We're white listeners. Peace.